This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We have some big news out of Klarna, who is, of course, kind of the buy now, pay later, one of the big players in the tech space here. And they've announced a big move um, in relation to their AI assistant and essentially outsourcing their entire customer support team to ChatGPT and OpenAI. Now, when I say this, this doesn't mean that they're directly plugging this in. Um, I'm going to go over all the numbers. So they've been using this for a while now, and they have some pretty insane money that they've saved, uh, success metrics, all this stuff. I'll break it all down. But what I do want to say, uh, just for those listening, like this isn't literally getting plugged into ChatGPT. What they're actually doing essentially is using ChatGPT's large language model for understanding, for speaking, and for like kind of the, the talking bit. But they have this hooked into um, their own backend, their own custom solutions, so it understands uh, all of their previous customer service requests. Uh, a common way to do this is to kind of like train a mini modeler to feed a lot of data in on how their reps traditionally answer uh, questions that people have, and essentially are you know training something to understand uh, also what their um, you know what you know if they have specific criteria for refunds or if they have specific rules around how they deal with different things they're feeding all of those rules regulations their handbooks into these um, chatbots and it's really referencing that as it goes through these kind of uh, you know questions and these customer support conversations um, and so it's all their own custom stuff now is there the possibility that one of these you know chatbots gets something completely wrong there was I think very famously and it's easy to kind of want something is crazy something that crazy is crazy happens it's easy to dunk on this so there was like a um there was like a car dealership and this wasn't even like ford necessarily but i believe it was like ford or some gm or something in some like local town and the dealership had like this kind of open ai customer support bought on there that said someone could buy a car for a dollar or something silly like that and they were like trying to i don't know sue it and say they could actually get the car for a dollar because it's chat gpt for support bot said that so a lot of people were dunking on this being like haha you know these will never be able to do it okay obviously there's bigger companies with much more sophisticated uh technology than a car a local car dealership which i have never known to be incredibly technologically savvy as it's not and maybe not savvy but like this isn't their job to build technology so they just got some sort of out of the box tool that didn't work Klarna, on the other hand is a technology business of course it's in finance so let's talk about what their results have been in implementing this they said um, that their AI assistant, which is powered by OpenAI and is now live, um, it is, it's now been going for about, about a month globally. So they've rolled this out across the entire world. And they said that it has had 2.3 million conversations in the last month, 
which is two thirds of their customer service chats. This is absolutely insane. If you start thinking about the implications of this company essentially using ChatGPT to cover 60% of 66% of their entire uh, customer service chats, on the first month they rolled it out, like this is the worst this chatbot will ever be. In my mind, there's no way this doesn't get to the 90, 95% of their customer service chats as they train this thing and it gets better. So what they said is that it is doing the equivalent work of 700 full-time agents. This is insane. Now, I mean, I don't want to be an alarmist on jobs, but like equivalently, you know, what, what essentially they're saying here is that they've been able to or will be able to lay off 700 full-time agents and replace them with this. Um, they said that it is on par with human agents in regards to customer satisfaction score. This is something you know surprising to me and I'm sure they had to work at this because personally I've gotten these chatbots. I think everyone has gotten like AI or maybe even before AI we've gotten these like automated chatbots, you know, typically like the bank. It just reminds me of like, uh, you know, when you call the bank and they're like, for this, press one, for this, press two, and it makes you go through like this whole thing. This honestly is a much, much better experience. It understands what your problem is. It understands how to speak and it understands what, uh, you know, their rules are about that and they can actually help you very quickly. So, and I think what makes these things really powerful is beyond just chatting with you and being like, oh, have you tried checking your settings and toggling this on or off, right? Like, aside from doing that, if they actually tie this into their back end where it's like, oh, this is your issue, okay, you qualify for a refund, let me do the refund process. Or um, if they're actually able to make actionable steps, I think that's when these things become powerful and I'm assuming this is what Klarna has done to have such a high customer satisfaction score. So what they said is that it is more accurate in errand resolution it led to a 25% drop in repeat inquiries. So more than just the regular agents, um, when it solves a problem, people actually understand what the solution is and this problem is not repeated. Now, this is again something I've experienced when, I mean, it's probably banks. I don't know why I have banks have such a bad rep uh, for me, but I've definitely called before, stayed on the, okay, just last, you know, last grievance. Uh, being from Canada originally, Canadian banks are significantly worse than American banks. I'm just going to say it right now. Their customer support is terrible. I have personally spent one hour on hold with the Bank of Montreal. Uh, shout out to the Bank of Montreal's credit card. And after one hour and getting transferred to two different people to help me with an issue, they, um, no, you know what? I won't slander Bank of Montreal. This was the RCBC, Royal Canadian Bank, I think. Yeah, anyways, uh, they dropped the call. And I think a lot of people have been in this situation where it's like, it, it probably in their in their like system, it was like, oh, this was a resolved thing. Like, you know, they called us, they talked to a couple people, their call's over, they're done. But like, I had to call back and wait on hold again and get the whole thing figured out and was very frustrated after waiting an hour. So I think, you know, this is actually apparently not having that issue, not dropping their chats, but actually getting the problems solved. So I think this is interesting. The other thing that they mentioned is that customers now resolve their issues in less than two minutes, which was compared to 11 minutes previously. Now, I'll say what this probably has to do with is the fact that um, this thing could just immediately answer their question, immediately get back to them. A lot of times when you're chatting with a customer service rep on, you know, let's say a bank, since we're picking on them, it's like, hey, like, have you tried this or that? Okay, let me transfer you to someone that can help. Here, let me ask my supervisor. Let me ask about this. Let me try doing this. And uh, it's like, 
they might be talking to a bunch of other people. They might take two minutes to respond. Um, there's all sorts of things that happen. But with this, if it's instantaneous, I mean, cutting down from 11 minutes to two minutes, that actually is really significant. That is incredibly impressive. So the one other thing that I'll say that is great about this is it's available 24-7 um, where customer service you know, reps are obviously on and offline. And big companies have to like, be very conscious of this if they want like a workforce around the clock they got to try to hire people in different countries so it's like if you come on at a certain time of day you're going to get someone from let's say India on the other side of the world whereas if you come on at a different time of day you're going to get someone from um, you know a different sort of customer service center that might be uh, in a different place so this is how we have been traditionally trying to solve this problem but now all of that is getting replaced um, Klarna has said that this is available in 23 markets um, and it can communicate in 35 languages again you know just completely replaces the issue of trying to find um, you know people in all these different languages and all these different markets and all these different time zones customer support is very intensive um, and difficult for for software companies and this is really really impressive they've been able to do this the last thing they said in relation to all of this um, and this is really the kicker that I think there, there's a lot to unpack here but they said that it is estimated to be driving a 40 million dollar USD um, in profit improvements to Klarna in 2024 now profit improvements could mean a lot of different things right we went over all the stats that could be you know the 700 full-time agents they're replacing that also in my opinion could be um, talking about profit improvements, you know, the 25% drop in repeat inquiries. So maybe, uh, you know, they're not having to spend as much money uh, or they're saving more money or the solutions they're offering to people are helping more. So there's a lot of things I think that could kind of get packed into that. But overall, I think the big takeaway here is that with $40 million in one month, um, or I guess they're going to say they're saying that's over the course of the year. So, but $40 million in profit improvement for this company, there is no way in my mind that they do not expand this, improve this, and other companies adopt this. It's not, you know, like, I know some people will be debating like, oh, this is bad because I don't want to talk to a customer service bot, obviously, but if it gets better and it's more economical, it's going to happen regardless. The debate isn't if this will happen or if this should happen. The debate is like, this is 100% going to happen what are the implications like 700 people laid off from Klarna but this is going to happen across uh, thousands of companies effectively you know impacting thousands and maybe millions of people and I would predict that a majority of these people in these customer service uh, jobs are from uh, probably developing nations that have lower GDP lower uh, you know economic resources and so potentially this could be hurting them so I mean there's all sorts of speculation we can make around that I just think it's interesting to be aware of it's interesting to think about what this could you know where this could happen and 100% I think this impacts in one way or another this will impact people in America and in every other country around the world just as much as um, you know developing nations I just bring that up because I think that's where a lot of these this specific use case is from all in all, this is a fascinating development. Um, it's hard to say if this is good or bad. I know people will have lots of different opinions on this. At the end of the day, if AI is automating tasks, if it's making companies more, um, you know, if it's making them more profitable, I know there's going to be like a camp of people that are like, big tech companies don't need to be more profitable. But on the other hand, like, you know, selfishly from my own perspective, and not selfishly because I think this can help a lot of people. But as a software entrepreneur myself, this is going to make my companies more um, profitable and make me be able to pursue, uh, you know, more 
innovation that I think can help people. And I think that this isn't just like me, I live in America and whatever. I think people in all sorts of countries are going to be able to do this. Um, you know, perhaps people that English is not their first language will now be able to service uh, countries and locations where, you know, there's maybe a, a more affluent or higher GDP, um, you know, markets that they can go after because now they can do their customer service in English, right? So people that may have been from, um, you know, countries that do not speak English, now they're able to target these these countries, these customers, service them better um, and give them a better service and, and make more money. So I, I honestly think that the global standard of living actually increases when we do this. Um, we're talking about, a you know, a, a billion dollar company right now, um, tech company. But I think this can also actually help a lot of smaller tech companies, a lot of companies in general. And I'm really excited for the way that this um, will you know, essentially help people. I think there's going to be a lot of shifts. That's not, de there's there's no denying that, but I also think there's a lot of opportunity. So very excited for this. I'll keep you up to date on how this rolls out. Um, if, you know, Klarner comes out with any other stats or who else is essentially implementing these. Overall, I think this is a fascinating development and definitely something to keep an eye on and to keep top of mind.